Welcome to an, this episode of You're on the List. It's a very special Ash Wednesday. Actually, we're recording on Tuesday. Tomorrow's Ash Wednesday, but this kicks off Lent. More like so ass, more like ass Wednesday in the studio right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I let one go. Uh, this is a very Catholic episode of You're on the List. Oh yeah. But have you ever heard Crystalia's bit about Gregorian chant? It's really funny. Yes, yes. How the music's scary. Yeah, it's fucking frightening. First written form of music, by the way, was Gregorian chant. Yeah? Yeah, there's a little fact for you. There's two guys outside just freestyling some Gregorian chanting. No, why does everything have to be freestyling? I'm just saying. These were monks. Yeah. But Um, wait, you're saying it was the first style, it was the first kind of music? It's actually the first written music was uh, Gregorian chant. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's no way to fact check that, so I'm just going to go with you on that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those dumb facts I meant. Right. It's the first written written music. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, written music. Yeah. Because I'm sure guys back in like the cave, you know, man days, they were they were well, you're not gonna they were doing it. some boom bapping on the, but on the saying, kitchen there was music, table. There was music before. Right. And it's not like they just started going, oh, yes, yeah. and then they're all like, oh, that sounds good. It is kind of spooky, though. You know, when you get some of that, uh, you know, especially if you're in a church and it's, you know, echoey and you have, you know, and you get See, one I of those. I love it. It calms me. No, no, for sure. But definitely, there's definitely, you know, it depends on how uh, Catholic the church is. Some churches, you know, it's like a glistening blood coming from Christ up there. He's like the full-size Christ. I mean, that's pretty. When you're a kid, it's a little. See, I, I don't know, man. It, it, well, you know, <laughs> you related to that as a kid. <laughs> no, you were like, you were like, yeah. No, what I liked about he had a guy that's crucified. It's it's what, it's what like I, me last week. What I liked about it was, um, you know, because my grandmother would take me to church. We'd always go with, go with her. My mom too, but my grandmother when we used to stay with her every, you know, it was. It just reminds me of being with my grandmother yeah. and like the smell of the incense and 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 all that stuff. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, especially with, with Italians and being Roman Catholic or half Italians and being Roman Catholic, uh, yeah, it it's part of our culture in a sense too. Oh you yeah, know what I mean. So, but anyways, but the bit is hilarious because Delia makes fun of it, but it is a little spooky. Yeah, know, it it's a little it, yeah. You know, but I mean, I I uh, I, I definitely be. I enjoyed going to church uh, when I was young. Um, you know, everyone, you know, especially like you know, we're talking like the Italian culture when you know you, you're, you're dressed up. You know, it's not you know. You're not just showing up in shorts and, uh, yeah, and a t-shirt. In sandals. So it feels special no matter what. Then you go in. Then you get scared. You get scared about God. You're told <laughs> just to fear everything. Well, to be honest with you, I used to zone out. I, yeah. I, I didn't even know what people were talking about. I just knew I'd watch my grandmother. If she stood, I stood. If she sat, I sat. Yeah. Um. You know, you zone out as a kid. I was. I didn't even understand what they were talking about. Yeah. You know, even in Sunday school, because you have to go for your communion. Yep. But we skipped, we, we greaseballed through confirmation. What do you mean? Just made a donation to the church. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I got confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I got confirmed. You shortcutted it. No, I got confirmed. Yeah. Like you 20, bo- you, I was like 22. Yeah, you boosted the church. Because I had my first communion. Yeah. You know, because my, you know, and then after that, we didn't do anything. You never then, got confirmed. Well, I got confirmed later on. Yeah. But we greaseballed it. We fucked Yeah. Up. Yeah, I did the... Uh, yeah, it's always. I mean, the thing is this though. When Dude, can I was, we pause this. Well, wow, what's going on? I gotta hit the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, it stinks in here. <laughs> can we pause? This is, it? by the way, this has been a great beginning of the podcast so far. I'm like, I want to like talk to you about religion, yeah, but, but yeah, you, you better pause it. Yeah, okay, but you talk while I go and pause it. Okay. I will. Um, yeah. I don't know what's going on right now, Pete. I don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> 
Make sure you pause it. And we're back. I'm I'm glad I had to uh Pete uh, yeah, that was that was right on time, man. My water broke. <laughs> I just I gave birth. Yeah, dude, the look on your face, I can tell you are not kidding. Can I be honest with you, man? It's that White Castle, man. That, oh, dude. That's been kicking my stomach since we ate that late. Because me and Pete, were, we were going back to uh, where he was staying in Tom's River because the next day we were going to JR's yep. or Maruka's uh, for yep. tomato pies, which we'll talk about that too. By the way, very invent- uh, eventful uh, – Weekend this week. Oh, it was amazing. We had. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. So there's a lot to talk about. So now we uh, we stopped at White Castle. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's let's come on, man. We, you know, when in Rome. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> again, White Castle is a type of restaurant that, like, the place nobody goes there for lunch. Yeah. You're never there at one o'clock in the afternoon. Going, you know what? Let's go grab some White Castle. <laughs> It's like after 2 o'clock in the morning, yeah. you've been drinking a little. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had White Castle when the sun was out. Yeah, it's... it's uh, Maybe when it was coming up, but not when it's not, not when it's fully out. Now, there's a soup called Menudo that has tripe in it mm-hmm. that you eat, that uh, Mexicans eat, and it's it's really good if you're drinking because it absorbs the alcohol and you're not hungover. Yeah, there's like an extra st- stomach lining in the soup that yeah. <laughs> absorbs. That <absorbed laughs> yeah. uh, White Castle is, is Menudo for white trash people. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's it's. Well, we were there. We were there. It at like, didn't work. At, by at the like way. at like four in the morning, we ordered a bunch of stuff. It cost six dollars. <laughs> <laughs> we could have fed like you know two families with it, uh, and uh, we made some choices. But like like I said, I mean, when do we ever do that? You no, never. I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm still paying for it. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. that that that's one of the things that you know. You knew you you were like this is a terrible choice, but a great terrible choice. Yeah, it is. <laughs> this is a, it's a it's bad like, decision. It's like dating a stripper. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun while it's happening, but you know it's not going to end up good. Exactly. And you might even catch something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you checked all those boxes. Yeah, he, 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 eating White Castle. <laughs> it's like dating a stripper. But yeah. anyways, so um. You know that. Uh, so where were you? We? I forgot we were talking about the church. We were, we were talking about we were talking about religion. We we're talking about uh, going to church. Yeah, you know. And we got now. Now you can't eat meat on Fridays. Right. Right. You know. And, yeah. and people get all get that miscon. You're like, oh, what do you think? You're gonna eat eat meat? You're gonna go to hell? Right. It's like no. It's not what that means. What that means is is that whenever you give something up for Lent, or you do, or you don't eat meat, all right, it's the same reason why the Muslims p- pray five times a day. Yeah. It's to stop what you're doing to let God know that you're thinking of him right. and putting him before Isn't that, that like Ramadan's sort of the same concept, no? The, yeah, well, the, any, the, the anytime you fast, yeah, the you're, fasting is... you're just denying yourself something. Right, right. Okay. And by doing that, it's it's saying... And, and you're supposed to give something up that's bad for you. Right, right. You know, so in other words, you're killing two birds at one stone. Right. It's, it's a bad habit. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's not healthy for you. And, you know, you're giving that up to God saying, look, you know, I'm going to try and better myself. But at the same time, you're denying yourself that which, you know, let's let you get spiritually closer. Right. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of fasting. Right. So, like, if you're going to go have a steak and you're like, oh, no, it's Friday, then that means that you're thinking about God and, and right. eating fish. And there's some symbolism in that as well. Right. Some of it, you know, is not in the Bible. Right, but it's just become a practice of Christians throughout. You know, it's it becomes simple, but it's just more. It's the same reason why you say thank you and you shake your hand. I mean, if I don't shake your hand when I greet you, it doesn't mean I hate you. Right, you know what I mean? Just, or just or it doesn't mean yeah. It's just a, it's just a sign yeah. of 
respect. Right. So basically, buddy, I had a quick question. So, how uh, familiar are you with uh, this? Like the, the whole the story that the Bible tells. You Which know what I mean? One? Like, like do, do, I mean, I guess. Well, there's the Old Testament. I guess the New Testament. I'm, the New I'm, Testament. I'm, I'm very familiar with. Yeah, yeah. The Old Testament. You know, again, it was it was written. I think three thousand years before yeah. Jesus was even born. Yeah. How, um, how can you trust that? Well, you. you can, it's <laughs> the same kidding. reason why you trust history. I mean, you you the written. There's a lot that goes into this. It's not just. Uh, you know, oh, it's like the game telephone. No, right. I mean, I put it like this: we know what the Constitution says, and that was written uh, two hundred and what forty years ago, right, forty-one. Right. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So there are people that are experts in biblical text, and and to be honest with you, the Bible was was actually written in Greek. Yeah, the 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 Testaments and Gnostics they found were written in Greek, and then yeah. they were interpreted to English. But that's it, it. Wasn't written in Hebrew. Right, and there was old Aramaic as well. Uh, but they have people that are scholars, and and it is a part of world history. It's, oh, for it's, sure. It's, you know, it, it's amazing how dismissive people are of that. No, thing. it's it, it. No matter uh, how much you believe or not, it is uh, a documented yeah, you know there, there thing. Are, you know, over Pontius time, Pilate you know? existed. The, the, the there are uh, you know a lot of and and then you know after a while you go too far back, you don't know yeah. what's what. But you know you you get a, you get a a sense of you know Rome at the time and Egypt. Pontius Pilate would be a dope like rapper name. It would be. Wouldn't that be yeah. so dope? I'll wash my hands with my lyrics. Yeah, 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 dude. Pontius Pilate just rhyming over the Holy Ghost. But when you give something up for Lent, you're you're supposed to give something up that's bad for you, and, yeah. and it's also uh, letting it's you know because when you're when you're loving yourself and then you're loving God. Yeah. And it's also you know trying to you know help you get. A more of a spiritual sense. Right, you know, that's right. why people fast. Yeah. They deny themselves uh, earthly desires or manly desires right. in order to stay spiritual. I can tell you this. Uh, and, by the way, fasting goes all the way to the Buddhists. Yeah. Um, you know, just speaking on that in a, in a, in a more generalized uh, term, uh, sort of like, you know, removed from religion. Even when I do the, and I tell this to people all the time, when I do the uh, the master cleanse, right? I'll do like ten. I days. just cleansed upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Uh, the whole comedy school store can feel it right now. Um, but no, when I fast for ten days and I just do like the, you know, that that uh, just the, the the liquid sort of, yeah. you know, for ten days, there is a spiritual experience that you feel. Yeah. Because you're removing you're removing the whole idea that your your body is not, you know. Digesting that's anything. That's a good analogy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, fasting and, and that stuff is 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 more of a spiritual cleanse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a uh, it's dieting for yourself. Yeah. You're removing you're removing the physical uh, 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 activity of digestion. We're always constantly digesting something. When you remove that, there's there is a, a more of a it's like a spiritual plane that you eventually get to. You know, and uh, it, it might make any sense. Or is this no, weird? your hair looks amazing. <laughs> Thank you, pal. There's fucking hair everywhere. Thank you, pal. Um, no, no, it makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's one of the, that's one of the benefits when I tell people, you know, some people do it to lose weight, this and that, whatever. I always say it like, I find myself more in touch with, uh, I know this sounds corny, but like more in touch with myself, uh, during that time. It's mm -hmm. very, it's, it, I feel, uh, almost like a, a heightened sense of self, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm, you do. I'm sounding like a Tim Ferriss from one of these, uh, you know. Uh, health gurus, but uh, that's how that's that's really well. How they it feels. all go hand in hand. I mean, if if you understand, I mean, when, when you look at the Holy Trinity, they say the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You have the mind, the body, and the soul. Yeah, and all three of those, it, you should be challenging and trying to keep pure. Yeah, you know, and when when you fast, you're killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, the body and the soul. Yep, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you believe in that, I yeah, do. I do. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, but you know, to give stuff up for Lent, like I've given up. 
cursing. Yeah. I gave up cursing one time because I was cursing so much on stage. I figured if I stopped cursing off stage, I wouldn't curse so much on stage. Right, right. So I gave up cursing for Lent. Yeah. Like that's something. Chewing tobacco is another yep. one. There's one. There's one I should do. Yeah. <laughs> let's do well, let's do top 10 things. That, that's our list. Top, if, you, yeah, if, you we'll, if, you, if you haven't sensed it yet, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get we'll, into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. But we do. We have so much to talk about. Uh, I had, uh, let me just say on a personal note, I had two wonderful uh, weeks in a row doing shows with you. Uh, and I always, you know, I see you do your set, uh, you know, just in life as friends, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll stop at the comedy store, the improv, whatever I've seen you. Um, but dude, it, it's, uh, spending a weekend, uh, doing it with, uh, doing it with you is, uh, is a different experience. I get to see you sort of, I get to see you do your set, uh, with just a different sampling of, of crowds and just how your mind works, dude. It's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Uh, a lot of comics, they go, nice. well, they, you know, they, they, they go up there, they have, you know, I'm going to go from this to this to this to this. You have this, you, you are, uh, it's, it's almost like a, a I don't want to say stream of consciousness. It sounds too cliche or, or, or and, and I think, uh, kind of butterballs it a little bit. There is such a realness to how your mind, I feel like the audience is following you thinking, if that makes any sense. And there, there is, there is such a, an experience. And, and, and one of my favorite things to do is when I watch you is to watch the crowd. And the crowd is so uh, into what you're talking about because you're being so fucking real with it. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really it's really really cool, dude. Yeah, it's so real that a guy <laughs> wanted to kill me on yeah. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, we had some incidents there. First of all, I want to uh, shout out the the Stress Factory. What a great club! It's my first time there. Dude, Stress Brand. Factory is is. I mean, look. First of all, it's an A room. Yeah. And it's so close to New York City and. Everybody who's anybody's performed there, yeah. and it's right in the backyard. See, that's the thing that bothers me sometimes, is that people don't realize what the fuck they have in their town. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and it's the same thing with Bananas in Hasbro Heights, mm-hmm. which is like almost forty-five minutes north from there. Yeah, which is a whole in Jersey terms, that's a whole other world. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because it's two hours. Yeah, the, the whole state you're going it's two like, hours. Yeah, yeah. So like, if you're performing at Uncle Vinny's in uh, Point Pleasant, <laughs> yeah. which is like forty minutes. <laughs> Not even from uh, the Stress Factory, New Brunswick, yep. which is forty minutes from Hasbrook Heights. Yep. They're not even in the same world. Exactly, <laughs> you're right. People won't even travel fifteen twenty <laughs> yeah, minutes yeah. on the turn. <laughs> but what, like you know, even if you go to say Bananas, um, it's in a Holiday Inn off of Seventeen. Yep. You know, but you if you go Seinfeld performs there. Yeah. And and you know our 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 business is so unique, and what we do is so unique. That um, you could pretty much do it anywhere. Yeah, you you know what I'm saying. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but people don't realize if they've never heard of you, they don't realize how good you are or could be. Right, right. And that's just for most comics that yep. come through. Yeah. So they don't know that that uh, uh, high level club is in their backyard. Oh yeah. So then when you get Joe Jerkoff that comes, I'm gonna go heckle this fucking nobody. Yeah. Uh, you know that nobody's been on TV fifteen years exactly, and and will fucking demolish yeah, you. Exactly, and you can always tell those people, like uh, you know, uh, a couple of the nights, <clears throat> you know, I would go up. You know, first it was just uh, Vinnie Brand that was emceeing it, and then I would go up first, and I would start to, you know, I would get into my set, and I can hear, I can hear people. They think some people who aren't familiar with clubs, they don't know the level of this club. They think it's, uh, you know, they most likely are not than not have drinks in them. And they think like it's you're supposed to be talking or heckling back to this yeah, comedian. And then basically what I do is I just don't acknowledge it. And I let the jokes, I let everyone get on board with the funny. And then all, next thing you know, that person's silenced. You know what I mean? 
but it's it's amazing how people walk in. Some people walk mindset. in, yeah. They, they they walk in thinking like I'm I'm supposed to be talking yeah, back to this comedian. You know, oh, the, and then they get back to where you had to see Joey last. Oh, he yeah. was fucking great, yeah. dude. He kept interrupting the comic. Yeah. He should have been on stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Relax. So uh, yeah, so we had, but we um, had great. No, this is the truth. We had great shows. Yeah, great crowds. We had great. Uh, you're on the list turnouts. Oh, there was dude. people that aren't even on social media that came. Dude, out. I was, and then and I wanted to say this to all the listeners, man. You know, it was so cool to to you know we, we had listeners from the show that that we that we interact with on Twitter that you know that that came up and said what's up and came out to the shows. Then there were so many people that I've that I haven't seen on Twitter. They're just not Twitter people. And well, you got to figure there's a lot of adults, of course, that, that are not you know children, <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah. that, that don't that don't use Twitter, they don't use Twitter and, or Facebook yeah. or that shit. And it's just such a dude. I, I dude, my heart was filled with so much love, man. And uh, because of how many people came up to us uh, that listened to the podcast and that that came out to support the shows, and you know, it's in that area too. It's a big commuter community, so a lot of people do listen to podcasts when they're driving and whatever. So I just want to thank everybody. I, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna well, do get- shout outs later, but I want to thank everyone who came out, dude. It was so cool. Yeah, thank you guys. Man, um, but oh, what I was thinking of a point. Oh, you ever see that video where uh, that they had that violinist in in the subway, and he's the top violinist in the world. Oh yeah, but because he's in the subway, yeah, people don't know what they're listening to. Right, right. And again, it's not their fault. Yeah. they just don't care. Yeah. Like nobody cares about violining that much. Right. I don't. Right. You know what I mean? But because of the setting, yeah, it's you know the environment. I mean? It's the environment yeah. that that sometimes people. They, you know, they can't equate the two. They, they equate. It's like if the, if you see somebody with a really nice car, you automatically assume that they're rich. Yeah. So like this person could have put a hundred grand into a vehicle, but has a fucking rip in the Exactly. Car. You know what I mean? That's why. <laughs> which, those, which happens a lot. Yeah. That's know? why the real estate agents <laughs> spend most of their money on cars because yeah. that's what they're. It's for appearance. Yeah. Or like people with a smart investment. Yeah. You know, they are investing like, you know, I remember one time I pulled up in my in my Ford Escape and the kid. Oh, I pulled up in, in the Audi. Yeah. And the kid goes, man, I was wondering why you drive a Ford Escape. Like, you know, <laughs> I thought you did better than that. And you know, he didn't know anything about it. I said, dude, it's a depreciating asset. Yeah, exactly. I paid that. I paid that fucking thing off. And it's yeah. an 09. <laughs> I use it to come to the comedy. So what do you think? I'm going to bring an Audi into the fucking parking lot here or, or uh, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I drive it into town. I'm, I'm going to drive it to sacramento yeah yeah you know i'm gonna drive it to san diego yeah. uh, to, i drive it to vegas i yeah. put all my shit in there yeah but th- there's there's the appearance that people try right at, you know if you're a real person you don't give a fuck yeah exactly but it's the same thing like when you do these bar shows yeah um you know they assume because you're in a bar you must not be good right yeah but meanwhile i've done bar shows with you know some of the biggest comics yeah. In the world, man. Yeah. Because we look at it as, you know, let's let's get in the gym. Oh, of course. There, um, but, there, was, a, there was a great story uh, two weeks ago. Uh, Louis C.K. was doing a show somewhere. And uh, I guess uh, this this one guy who was like really low level, they, they, they last minute like got him to, you know, to MC or open for the show. And uh, they did one show together. And then the next day. You know, the guy mentioned to Louis, like, yeah, I'm doing, you know, I, I have this bar show in, in, you know, I think this is in Boston. And uh you know, the bar shows like, you know, 50, 60 people on like a Monday night or some shit. And they decided, you know, to, to, to support comedy on a Monday. And uh, Louis C.K. comes in and does like 25 minutes. That's what I'm know. talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. And, and, uh, but again, people don't, I mean, not that it matters. It doesn't matter. In the scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like what I was saying to you, I mean, you know, I, I love our community as, as performers, but, you know, we don't build the car. Right. 
You know, we're not really we, we're not getting you from A to B. No, we're just making the the ride from A to B more enjoyable. Yeah, we're pointing out things and making jokes about it. Yeah, them. like the, like you know, <laughs> yeah. you know how many firemen we met at our shows oh, or yeah. cops that yeah. literally risked their lives. And I'm not trying to be. I'm just saying, put it in perspective. Yeah. I mean, they're they're not dicks. I mean, you're being a dick if you're being disrespectful. Right, right. But you're not being a dick if you don't know the difference between an open micer right. and Louis C.K. Right, exactly. Just in the scheme of things, what the fuck does it matter? Exactly. You follow what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, of course. But if you're just being a rude dick, yeah. You know, um, but again, we. we you know, we had great shows. That was awesome. But we had two incidences that were fucking tremendous. Dude, the first one we got to talk about. Well, <coughs> was, now, now was... the first one, I went back and listened to the tape with okay. my, my friend uh-huh. that's a cop. And just to listen to, because he loves this, you know, he heard, he's, uh, you know, they were they were loud. You oh, hear yeah. them on the tape. Well, let me first say this. I went on stage first. You know, Vinny, uh, Vinny Brand, you know, does the intro. I go on stage. I'm... You know, that was... Uh, now, Friday, this was a Friday night. It wasn't packed because we were sold out Friday. It's two shows Saturday. Right. This was late show Friday. So Friday. We it had a like, good house. It was, like it, se- it was like 75 degrees out that day. Right. It was beautiful. Which is bad for comedy. When, 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 when your winter but pre- just presents to, you a 75 just, degree day in Jersey, you're going to But just to set out. the scene, uh, we, had a, we had a decent room. It was yeah. filled enough... It, was, it wasn't packed, packed, but it was, it was yeah, a good, good amount. It was definitely a good amount. And... Uh, so this made a significant impact on the crowd because, right. you know, uh, the physicality of what happened, you know, had to clear everybody out. Right, right. But but when I was on stage, I can I can I can see I I, I can hear the the table that that wound but you up can't being a problem. See him because right. it's I, dark. I couldn't I couldn't see him, but I could hear them, and I knew it was going to be an issue. So I I finish up my set and I walk right up to you and I tell you. That table is loud, so look out for that. And then you told me to tell the manager. Yeah, I, told I said Mark. tell Mark because yeah. then they keep an eye on him. And because right. sometimes the table doesn't know they're being disrupted. Right, which which we did. Like we followed the protocol. You yeah. know, I did my duty, being like identifying this is an issue. You were like, make sure you tell Mark. So we were following the protocol. Yeah, the, the management knew about the table. The management after we told Mark, he didn't walk up to the table and tell him to quiet down. He just was going to watch them and make sure they you know didn't get out of hand. Um, and then you take the stage. So then I get up there, and within three, within five minutes, they're they're making noise. Yeah, and it's and again, now here's the difference. There's a difference between being heckled. Yeah, there's three types of disturbances. You have you have people that are just heckling, okay, and if they're being dicks, those are the best, right? Because then you can interact with them. The crowd doesn't like them. There's fun. The only problem with those people is sometimes they don't know they're getting bested. Yeah. So then after a while, you got to say to them, look, you're not adding anything to anything. You know, if you right. keep talking, you're going to leave. Then you have people. The, the, the hardest thing is positive heckling. Right. Like, you know, there was a table, not to, not to mention, um, but they, they kept going, we love you, and, and they're, if they're fans of yours, but they're yelling out and disturbing the it's show. It's still and, disturbing the show. But you don't want to be a dick to them because right. they're fans of yours exactly. and, they, and they mean well. Right. But then you have people that are just being disruptive. Right. Now, for the record, that whole table was pretty chill. They were. They were pretty chill. And there was maybe, I don't know, there was a couple there or whatever. And, and I'm not, you know, look, and, and, and in their defense, again, maybe they don't realize they're being disruptive. But, right. you know, when you drink, you drink. Right. So. They were laughing at jokes and then, and then making jokes about the joke like relating it to like oh that's like keith you know and they're talking so meanwhile as, as you move on they're still into it and, and that's the other thing like i don't know if they didn't know but then there were times when they were just talking mm-hmm. you know and and now again from the stage you can't see anything right 
So first time I say, hey guys, listen, I'm, I hope you enjoy the show, da, 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 but you know, if you could do me a favor, just keep it down a little because yep. you know, people are complaining, which they were. Right. Then the second time they got disruptive, I, I, I kind of said, guys, what are you doing? Come on, man. You know, we're all adults here. And then it got a little, then, then we had words, right. Not, right. but it wasn't. And then the, the, the guy the, goes, listen, we can hug it out afterwards. And I go, absolutely. I'll buy shots. We'll hang out. Trust yeah. me. We have a good time. I'll probably yeah. be out with you at six in the morning. Yeah. But if you got to do me a favor and please stop interrupting the show. Yeah. You were doing amazingly uh, brilliant, subtle things to kind of like quiet them down, but also compliment them to make them feel comfortable th- with the fact that you're quieting right. them down. The third time is when I made a, I made a reference because then now I started getting a, a, you know, a little angry because now you're like, how do you handle this? And, uh, and then I made a joke like, you know, out of all, uh, I, I, of course, I, I'm going to piss off the one table that's here, yeah. you know, joking around. Yeah. It was the fourth time. And the fourth time what happened was is – now, by the way, it, again, if it's four times – yeah. You know what this I mean? is now. Now there this, has this, to be this, some type yeah, of self awareness. This is a pattern. So as I'm in the middle, I, I'm listening to it. I'm telling the story about delivering pizzas at 31. Yeah. Uh, I hear um, the audience starts. You hear the noise. Yeah, I, I should pull it up on so we can hear it. Yeah. But then it just makes a lot of noise. Right. So the the audience hears it. Now again, I I hear it, but I don't. There's twenty thousand tables back there. Yeah. I don't know. You know, but <clears throat> it's, it's a big room. It's the same table. Yeah. So the audience turns around and goes, dude, you hear them. They're like, yeah. dude, go home. Yeah. You know, you guys are annoying. And that's the thing, too. When when other audience members now feel like it's their duty to kind of right. shut this table down, as the comic, you're like, oh, wait, you know, I should be overriding this well, whole thing. Well, I said, guys, let me, yeah, let me handle this. I go, dude, what are you guys doing? I mean, if you don't want to be here, just go home. You keep interrupting, yeah. you know? And then, uh, and then this girl yells out uh, from the table like, yo, you're a fucking bitch to yeah. me. Yeah. And I go, okay. She goes, you're a little fucking bitch. You keep, you keep complaining about us. And I go, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Yeah. It's the audience, you know. But I was still respectful. So the audience starts going, shut the fuck up, because they couldn't stand the table. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It was disruptive. It was very disruptive. And, uh, and I said, guys, I got this. I've been doing it 20 years, whatever. Let me, I'm going on 20. Let me, let me talk to her. I said, ma'am. Just define to me what you think a bitch is because I'm confused on this. Like, you know, now it's time to interact. Right. And to say, look, I'm a bitch because you're interrupting my show even though I can't see you and it's the audience that you're pissing off. Right. So now now you think you're a victim. Right. It's amazing the victim you, you mentality. Were, you were approaching this with reason. You were trying to yeah. like reason get to the bottom of it. And her reply was. She's like, fuck you, motherfucker, <laughs> fucking bitch. I got I, it on tape. I, I it's believe great. she called you a pussy-faced N. Yeah. <laughs> now, here, here's, here's the funny part, though. If When we went back and listened to the tape, you hear them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Throughout oh, the yeah. recording. Yeah. You know? Like, it's more than I thought it was. Oh, no. Dude, it was loud. Yeah. It was very loud. And then I said, I said, well, I go, ma'am, all right. I go, you know what? This is real classy. I go, well, let, 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 let's start with this. You're, I go, you're a cl- class A case of narcissism. Like you're being a narcissist. Right. You think I'm picking on you. Before I could say that, her, her boyfriend jumps up, her husband. I was standing right behind him. The word narcissism. I don't think he understood or if he, if he, <laughs> if he knew what it was. But he stood up like it was a different N word. Yeah. Like he was like, he, he was that, that, that word set him off. So right. he, he was waiting for that one little thing to set him off. Narcissism. That was the word. And then from that point on, he's like, yo, man, we ain't even fucking talking to you. Like he started getting all yeah. amped up. And I'm like, yo, calm down. This ain't the WWF. I should also mention this guy's a mountain. Yeah, he was a big dude. <laughs> it was a big guy. <laughs> and from that point, it was on. He tried to rush the stage. But, the, but here's the part that we didn't know because I can't see. Right. The managers were already there talking to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
You know I, what I mean? I was there the whole time with that yeah. table. Yeah. They, they, so yeah. I don't even see the managers talking to them. Oh, yeah. They, they were there trying to calm them down. Well, no, well, this was before. They, they before, came up and said, listen, you guys are going to have to leave. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. And that's when she got mad. Yep. You know? So now the guy goes to rush the stage. Big, He was a big dude. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, literally, there's like five people. So the audience jumps on this guy. Yep. And now, you know, I'm on stage. I don't there know. Were, there, were two, there were two managers, uh, another employee, and then I think like- Well, the uh, guy, Derek, the, the, uh, one of the guys that works there yeah. is a- um, uh, He used to be a, uh, used a to corrections officer. Yeah, he's a corrections officer. Yeah, so he, he's dealt he's with- He's dealt with this a thousand times. Right, right. So, he, so it was Derek, Mark, uh, and then uh, I think like another employee, and then two other, there were two audience members that were trying to help out. Yeah, so the guy, but the, the guy thing just went to The guy just kept trucking towards it. I mean, this guy had six people on him. Now, but, but by the time, this, this all, they all jumped on him later because then the girl, I think, punched one of the managers in the face. Yeah, she punched uh, Derek in the face. And then, and then yeah, because that was before they jumped on and him. This she, guy was trying to get at me. She, and got, then, she got literally dragged out on her back. So then all, all the tables. Tables uh, just opened up. Yeah, and um, lights were on. Lights uh, came on, and it was just on. And this guy, I mean, chairs, he kept going. Chairs and going. were everywhere, and then and then there was a point where you <laughs> flicked a switch. Well, here's the thing, man. <laughs> Let, let's be honest. First of all, the last thing I'd want to do is roll around on the concrete with this guy. Right. All right. That's number one. Yeah. Number two. Um, I'm not going to egg him on because everybody's holding him. Right. You know what I mean? I'm not going to act like a tough guy. Right. You know, because people hold them. But so that's was, another reason. There was why a I was point where calm. you were just like, "Let him through. Well, Let's see how this." <laughs> Brett walked over to the mic stand, you know, re-racks his mic, and then is like, "You were like, let him through. Let's see how this works out for you." And then, then when I saw that, I was like, "Uh oh." I, yeah, but I, the reality is, is that you know, I'm glad that fucking guy didn't get his hands on me. Mm-hmm. No, for know? sure, for that, sure. That, that, that you know, and, and just the fact that we we have to go through all of that. Well, I saw you. Uh, I saw you kind of come. I saw you kind of come down off the stage, and I was like, uh, I, there, you know, there were some some chairs there, so I wanted a bird's eye view just to kind of manage. And I stood up on a chair, and I was just trying to. I, I was just trying to hold, like. I meant like. I meant to sort of like signify for you to kind of stay back like don't don't rush him so pete had his hands on me and somebody <laughs> and then the guy looked like he was gonna break through and then you just smacked the shit out of me no <laughs> I, I threw his hands out of the way but you know what it's all bullshit yeah it's all bullshit i mean the guy you know and then i jump back on stage because at first you know here's the thing you don't know what's gonna happen i mean look i'm glad he didn't break through that yeah. would have sucked no ass. it would it would have been bad that would have been a fucking yeah. fucking it's like uh, uh, what's his name of Batista? Yeah, the guy yeah. was fucking pretty big. Yeah, he was big. He was you know? big. But you know, at the same time, it's like, dude, no, I, I have the whole tape. Yeah, they got it on video. Yeah. So eventually, what happens is, uh, you know, it, and wait, here's the other thing. You know, when you second guess that the reality was, I didn't even address, like, I didn't even say anything. Right. Right. I mean, literally, we we watched the tape. No, dude, there was nothing. That this again, a, a lot of nine times out of ten, these sort of incidents, they have nothing to do with the comic. They have to do with the 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 mind state of the of the person who is causing this problem. But I mean, as an adult, don't you realize? I should also say this: the chick in this in this little couple, she she, over time of dating this mountain, has has become accustomed to. Popping off of the mouth, knowing that, that no one's going to do shit. She's going to set so, off. so her, so yeah, exactly. So that, so she, she, she really instigated this whole thing. Well, she here's was the, the cool problem. Part. First of all, I, I would hang out with a guy like that any day of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> any day of the week. Yeah, yeah. He, you could tell. I mean, I, I have friends like that. Number yeah, one. yeah. Number two, the rest of the table stayed. Oh yeah. 
And, so, so and this- they were really cool. And then, you know, they apologized for the guy. And I'm like, don't apologize for him. Oh, and then, then they were, you know, because then, then there comes a thing. Do you want to press charges? I'm like, fuck yeah. no. Yeah. One what? Of, Send him home. One of the guys at that table was like a huge Brett Ernst fan. Yeah. So he was kind of like, he was, they stayed. So this guy basically, he winds up getting taken to the ground. Uh, management ha- kind of has to, you know, take care of it. They, you know, he gets put to sleep a little bit. He wakes up and then. Oh, when he came to Vinny, the ma- Vinny, the owner went down all the way down to where the guy's face was on the floor, and he goes, "Listen, because the guy was so big, they're not going to drag him out." Now he was big. He's a big dude. And I saw Vinny goes, Vinny goes, "Listen, buddy, I'm going to let you up. Can we let you up, and you can walk out of here?" And the guy agreed. And you know when you come to from being asleep, like you're you're, you're a little yeah. out of it anyway. And uh, and the guy they let him up and they walked him out and I was just so thankful. But everyone else he wore dude, himself out. That too. Ta- oh yeah, dude, he wore himself. There's probably ten people at that table and uh, eight people stayed. Well, here's the other thing <laughs> so. that, that the guy didn't realize. I mean, this was on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Is that there was a couple people in that crowd over there? Oh yeah, that were not into playing games. Oh yeah. And after the show, you know, they came over and introduced themselves to me. Yeah. And and you know what else? That's the thing with the Brett Ernst show. There's. Chances are there's a couple of heavy hitters on your side in the audience. <laughs> well, no, but I'm saying these guys, you know, yeah, they they just were like, you know, I don't, I don't, I had never seen that. I don't understand yeah. how somebody could get that emotional. Right. Then I'm like, you know, he must have been drinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's always weird to see fights at comedy shows. Well, I mean, you know, it, it was a little, it, it, there was something fueling it. Right. Right. And and you know, and in his his, I mean, I I guess how I mean, look, here's your situation. If she's gonna yell out. And call me a fucking bitch and this and that. Now I didn't curse at her. A pussy face. I didn't, and. I didn't disrespect her at all. Exactly. I didn't call her names. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, what I was getting into was going to make it come f- full circle. I was going to try and you know work yeah. with the, that, that thing. And then for this guy now has to defend his wife. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or whoever she was. And now he took it to a whole other level. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure if he was sober, he's a nice guy. Right. You know right. who knows? Right. It doesn't matter to me. And yeah. he, even if we, even if we. If we ended up rolling around on the concrete, as long as, you know, who cares? Yeah. It's just skin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't understand why people get so fucking bent out of shape about throwing hands. Now, granted, you break my jaw and I, now there's hospital bills. Right. You know, yeah. I don't, you know, I'm not going to cover that. <laughs> but, you know, but, but same, you, and vice versa. But you insisted. And Vinny's, uh, Vinny, the owner, was the same way with it, you know, as far as like, said, the pressing the charge. Don't yeah, arrest like, don't, 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 don't arrest Just get him out of here. Yeah, just let him go home, man. Right. So I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Right. You know, it's a bitch move. I mean, look, no, but nothing other than them ruining my set. Yeah. Now, granted, she punched the, that girl hit the manager. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, she, she, so she assaulted him. You know, and it pissed me off when women do that. Yeah. Because your only repercussion is to go to jail. Yeah. Because I'm not going to hit you back. Exactly. But if you're a man and a man. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah. But if you, I mean, you caused this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, she instigated the whole thing. But that what was great was this. <clears throat> let me just, uh, let me just uh, kind of paint this picture for the uh, for the listeners. After this happened, you know, it was it was a, it was a violent scene, uh, very, for uh, you know, very briefly. But it definitely startled people. Okay, the light that the, the lights are on. There's there's just chairs everywhere. Tables are kind of you know disjointed. They carry him out. Brett goes back to the stage, and you were you were a master at trying to calm everyone. You know, grab your seat. I was on the floor. Uh, rearranging tables and chairs, just trying to get people to sit yeah, down. Yeah, people thought the show was over. Yeah, yeah, B- people thought the show was over. Another fucking thirty minutes. Not, after not, that. not, not a Brett Ernst show. This guy, dude, you got everyone to sit back down. You left the house lights up for a minute just to kind of talk to people so you can see people, and you calmed everyone down. Uh, and then you took the house lights off, and some girl at the table. Oh yeah. You, you, oh, I you, forgot about. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. people that were sitting at the table, 
I um I said to the girl, I says because they were friends with her. I says, "Come here, let me show you something. Let me let me show you what I see." This was brilliant, by the way. And I, and she went up and I said, "I can't see past the first row." Exactly. So for them to think it's personal, yeah, or for me to even look at them, yeah. I, the only way I know you're there is if you're being disruptive. Exactly. And the audience hated you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm glad you're staying and I'm glad you're having fun, but just know this is what I say. Yeah. You call the girl up on stage and you're like, what do you see at your table? Can you see the people at your table? She was like, no. And you're like, exactly. Yeah. You can't can't see anything. So, so that, that was just a a, a great example. And then you just carried, and then you closed the the show strong. I've never seen, I thought that was it. When the lights were on and like the guys on the ground and all this shit's happening, the girls are scared, you know, um, you pulled it together and you wound up doing another half hour and closed the show up properly. I give you kudos for that, man. Not everyone can do that. You know, so. should I pull the audio up? Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. see, you know, we, we, I mean, if yeah, let's see, let's see. Um, but dude, it was a it was a crazy experience. But that was Friday night. <laughs> that was Friday night. <laughs> Saturday night. <clears throat> can we talk about Saturday? Yes. So Saturday we had two sold out shows, uh, and um, the stress factory is a big room, and so when the show is uh, when the shows are sold out and it's that packed, you know. Um, like Brett was telling me before I went on, he's like, dude, you just got to kind of, you know, f- you know, y- you want to keep your pace a little uh, up with, with, uh, with your material. Um, so I, I did my, you know, I kept mine nice and tight. I only did like 15 minutes, but I kept it nice and tight. Then I watched Brett go up. Place is fucking sold out. They're loving Brett. Dude, you were riding this amazing wave of uh, your set. Your pace was just amazing. The, the, the entire room was loving it. And I'm back at the back bar and I hear a little something. And I look to my left and I see this, I see it's an, an audience member, I see an audience member, he's having beef with, he, he's drunk and he wants to, he wants his check, but, but he, the way he was asking for his check was the, the way not to ask for it. He's grabbing the waitress, give me my check. He's getting loud, right? I mean, it was over just getting the bill. Um, and then the managers came over like, yeah, hey, we'll take care of you. We'll take care we'll, you. know, We'll get your bill right now. Give me my fucking bill. And he, and he just started getting loud. Uh, and then, uh, and then he just got so loud. He started yelling to you. It had nothing to do with, it had nothing to do with any of what well, your set was. Basically what they told me was when he first came in, he was pretty hammered. Oh yeah. He was. And then there was a picture on the wall behind him. Yeah. This is before the show started. Yeah. And this older lady, she's like in her sixties or seventies walked up and I guess there's a picture of them in the picture yeah. that they took at the stress factor. Yeah, so they're like, oh, let's, we, we can maybe see ourselves in this yeah, little picture. Yeah, maybe we can see ourselves. So they go, this is an older lady. Yeah. Then the, the guy's sitting there, and, and they go, excuse me, um, you mind if I look at that picture? And he goes, why the fuck you fucking standing here yeah. to the old lady? It's like yelling at an old lady. So, so right off the bat, this they're like, this, this guy's going to be yeah, a problem. This is when they're like loading the room. You so know? now, I mean, dude, I was really having a great set, man. It was amazing. Well, the, the thing was is this... You know, each audience is different. So th- this was a sold out show. Yeah. And, you know, they were pretty noisy. And, you know, wh- when there's a lot of people and, and y- you know, and it's funny. I learned this from doing Beachers and especially being on the, on the Wild West tour is that when you're performing in front of a large sold out group. Yeah. I don't know how many was there. Almost 400. Yep. You know, uh, the louder they are, you just got to because you can't address. Pops. Exactly. Because the more people they are, yeah. there's 60 people on one table's talking. It stands out. Yeah. But you just got to expect. So you just you hammer through your material. You beat. You take your breaths. So I, I was saying to you is that you'll see a different set here. Yeah. Because usually I like to take my time in the pocket. But now I know the beats to the funny. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll get there quicker. You know? Right. Exactly. Then all of a sudden this guy just yells, hey, man, fuck you out, out loud. You're in New Brunswick. No, he goes, <laughs> give me my fucking check. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And 
then everything's quiet. And then then they're like, no, man, fuck that shit, bitch. And, and now he was talking to the waitress. Right. And the manager came over and said, get his check. Then I'm like, is everything all right? And he's like, fuck you, bitch. I go, me? And he's like, yeah, you. Yeah. This New Brunswick, bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you upset about? <laughs> like, what did I say? And I look at him, I go, what the fuck, man? <laughs> well, next thing you know, he takes a swing at the manager. Dude, he, he actually, he didn't take the swing at the manager. He, he connected with the owner. Oh, he, 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 pu- he punched Vinny. And once that happened, the managers took this dude down. Now we're two for two. Of a guy getting put to sleep. The guy gets put to sleep. They hogtied him. Vinny takes his belt off. Because the guy was out of control. He was also very strong, too. Yeah. Um, Big dude. But, but he, was, he was out of his mind drunk. They hogtied him with the, with the belt at the, at the feet and the arms. So he was basically getting dragged out you know, on, his, on his back, uh, actually on his stomach, um, you know, hogtied when he came to. And, uh, and then when he, when he, when he, when he, when he got up, you know, they, they called the cops cause you know, this guy was going to be an issue. <clears throat> they, they, they take him out. The cops talk to him. The guy goes like this to Vinny. He goes, Hey man, uh, if I knew you were the owner, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have swung at you. And Vinny's like, well, you shouldn't be swinging at anybody. <laughs> you, shouldn't, like, you shouldn't be punching anyone in the face, you know? Um, but the, the difference between this night and the, and the other night was this was, this was a little bit of a disruption, but we got him out, I think, with enough. It, it well, wasn't like There was like still a, stuff going on, it, right. but then, then but you it, have to – see, when you're on stage, the audience – because then there was people that ran over there. Yeah. Because there, the, there was these two big dudes. Yeah. Without mentioning any names again. Yeah. But, you know, these guys – uh, they were Irish guys, yeah. and they're like, "Ain't nobody fucking doing." Yeah, you could tell those guys have done some time. Yeah, but they've been around the block. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all inked up, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. over their necks. Yeah. Just those big, angry, drunk Irish. But they wind up carrying this dude those out. Guys were, those guys were huge. Oh, they were huge. You could tell that those the, they had man hate. Yeah. Like they, because at the end of the show, the guy put his hand around me. And, yeah, and I'm like, this thing, it was rough. It was like a cinder block. Yeah, I sold him two double XL uh, t-shirts. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we we got we got him out, and uh, and then. You know, the difference was though in, in that one was you have a full house and everyone was really enjoyed. Like people couldn't believe that this was happening because everyone was so into you, into into the set. Well, you know see, the I mean? other thing is that you know when 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 you don't when you have to have an, a big turnover, you got to keep it tight. Yeah, you know. And so I was like right on pace. To oh, do, dude, I like great. to do an hour. Yeah. So you know, we were like forty eight minutes in. Yeah. I was about to wind down, getting to, you know, where I wanted to be. Yep. Just beat, beat, hit, 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 hit. And then, you know, this shit happened. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, that's why I love being in Jersey. It was <laughs> <laughs> So when you guys are seeing about the fight and everything and oh here's the other thing that on Friday night, you know, they ended up going out to a bar. Yeah. We went to the other place. Yeah. They went to another place. And then the manager and the other uh, other kid went in to have a drink, and they were there. The big guy was there. Oh no way! I'm thinking, God, I, you know, imagine if we went there. If we instead. went there, Jesus Christ! I, I'll be honest with you, I don't think anything would have happened. No, because the other guys that the big guy that was with the big guy, yeah, he was a with big, the beard. He's like, dude, big, you know, I said, yo, tell your friend to come back. He can always, he's always welcome back. Yeah, just don't talk to the show. And, yeah, you know, I don't really care. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And they and they also appreciated you being like you know don't press any charges whatever you know and no, it, was, it was ultimately up to Vinny but he, he was on the same wavelength of of not doing anything. I mean like because look you can't fuck around in there they will press charges right if you, know you what I mean? yeah, you well, can't just go in there and act like a dick and think you're gonna get away with it yeah but at the same time you know it, it's just 
it was one of those things where we made the decision. I said, just let him go. I don't yeah. fucking care. But uh, we have. I to, don't feel threatened. I don't feel anything. But a big shout out to the uh, the uh, staff at the <clears throat> excuse me at the stress factory for handling it like champions. I mean, it was uh, dude. It's a. They've been doing it forever. Yeah. I mean, you have the cops on detail there. Yeah. The, and to be honest with you, I've seen people go to jail. So they both those. The, well, I, I don't know about the other guy, but but yeah. the big guy, he, he, you know, the first one, he got lucky, man. Yeah. You know, because you can't just go and you can't. First of all, you can't just interrupt shows, whether yeah. you're drunk or not. It doesn't matter. Right. And if you've been told four times, you, you like, like, for instance, another time I'm at a show and these people in the middle of the act start toasting at the table. <laughs> OK. <laughs> and then when you go, what are you people doing? Yeah. Why are you toasting at the table? They're having like a private dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we're just having fun. You can't have fun at the expense of other people's yeah, fun. It's a performance. And what you people don't realize is that I know you're out and it's your fucking birthday or whatever it may be, but there are people there that are actually fans of live performances. Exactly. Yeah. And and you can't there's nothing more narcissistic as well as a woman celebrating something. Yeah. yeah. Her birthday, her 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 anniversary, whatever it is, yeah. cuz they think it's my birthday, it's my day. My, I set the rules. Yeah. We chose this place. Yeah. You're at the mercy of me and my 14 friends. Exactly. And you're a dick for ruining my birthday. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to ruin the show. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's anything unique about you. Like yeah. there's 20,000 million assholes built on the birth, born on that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I liked about, uh, you know, the Friday thing was, you know, <clears throat> it was just abrasive. And I could tell you were, you, you know, it, it fired you up. That's why I enjoyed uh, being able to spend uh, that next day with you in Tom's River. Went to JR's and we had some Marukas up in the office with Kevin Stewart. That's a whole other fucking Yeah, that was, that was great. That uh, was we great. went to Marukas for the tomato pies. I wanted the the, the, the mussels in the red. But yeah. They, they couldn't do it because it was the bear plunge yeah. or something. Dude, it was the polar bear plunge. I didn't realize it was like Coachella up there. There was like, you know, they rented porta potties. I knew there was like, there was like 20,000 people up now, on the boardwalk. You people don't understand what it's like to have a 73 degree day <laughs> in February. In Jersey. In New Jersey. Yeah. I mean, it was literally. The shore looked like the summer, dude. It was insane. And they and we went to uh, Jr's. Yep. And it was packed. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I thought we were going to sit down and like have some mussels and pizza, like dude, gentlemen. I was so excited. That's why I was staying. We with walk you in. It was like zooms, zooms. the DJ. Yeah. The DJ is like, Pete Giovanni's in the house. Hair and teeth is in the house. Yeah. Brett Ernst. You know, like, we got shouted out. We, well, we're friends with the people that own the place. Yeah. So yeah. They, that they, always helps. Yeah. They, they were jerking us off. A <laughs> yeah. And then and then we had the pizza upstairs. We sat in the office. Yeah. And, uh, it was dope. What I, my favorite thing was we were we were, uh, we were eating pizza with the owner up there uh, with Kevin and uh, and some of his staff would you know they were coming and handling business and then he had two employees that come up that didn't know you were up there and they were like holy shit Brent Ernst can we get some photos <laughs> that was pretty well, fun but what I felt bad about was the kid he kept sending for beers oh yeah I tried to tip him and the kid wouldn't even take the tip no no it's not that kind of operation you, you know that. But uh, yeah, that was great. What, a, what an amazing weekend, man! Listen, when we, when me, you know, San Francisco the week before that was tremendous. Oh, awesome! But that's the difference between San Francisco yeah. and New Jersey. Yeah, you know, because you have to understand something too. New New Jersey is as blue collar as it gets, so everybody in there is either a cop, a fireman, a construction worker. Yeah, you know, uh, they drink a lot. You know, you get you get guys. This is their weekend. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean. Like they don't they don't do happy hour on Tuesdays. But see, the other thing is that with the, uh, with the appetizers, they're and like shit. my grandfather too. Like you know, my grandfather did construction and stuff, but they 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 put suits on. Yeah, they get cleaned up. They know how to act. Yeah, but they're also the type of dudes that you know you can't get out of line with. Yeah, 
you know yeah. and sometimes people get out of line and and they know how to handle it. like the there were the guys the in in the first show when the first time that you know i don't know them personally yeah but they said who they were they introduced themselves and they're like you know and these guys have been around the block fucking a hundred times. And yep. basically they said that, you know, guy was making a lot of noise and, you know, we had, a, we had our eye on him from the beginning. Yeah. And, um, you know, don't worry. It wouldn't have gotten out of hand. Yeah. But you dude, know? awesome. Like all in all, the fucking shows are great. And, uh, Vinny brand is funny. Like, That's the other it, thing about Vinny, man. Vinny is, is he's a, he's the owner of the club. But he's a funny, like he's been doing. He's a comic. comic. Yeah, he's a real comic. He's a comic. Yeah, he's a real. I'm not comic. just saying it. No, he's I a know. real comedian. I know. I know. And that's what I didn't. I didn't. People think that you know. Oh, it's the owner trying to do comedy. He's been doing it so long. Yeah. Like he had lines to Bergata. Yeah. So basically, you know, he, he he's the owner. Yeah. But he's actually a comedian. Yeah, first. he MCs and 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 hosts shows and stuff. Not because he wants to get the time. It's just because he loves being yeah. a comic. And then then you know he was breaking your balls. Oh yeah, one of your bits. Yeah. <laughs> but he's always, he's a comic first. Man. Vinny's oh, dude, a comic he's great. first. He's so, he, he's uh, really funny. Anyway, so that was our Jersey experience. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to JRs though, man. Yeah. Kevin, Brian. Yeah. Kevin, dude, Kevin and Brian, man. Like uh, we're saying, man, they, they might be the first uh, sponsors that you're on the list is uh, JR's yeah, Bar and I Grill and JR's Seaside. Yeah, I think JR's Bar and Grill. That's yeah. our first sponsor. Yeah. So uh, when you're down at Seaside Heights, we got to come up with, with our own thing. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they want they want to be our first sponsor. Yeah. So when you're down at Seaside Heights, you got to yeah. go to JR's on the boardwalk. Exactly. It's the uh, only place to go. And and here's the other thing. Um. St. Patrick's Day is going to be off the hook there. Oh yeah, and Jr's also has Maruka's Pizza. In oh. there. so we we we're gonna it's a two for one when we do Jr's. Dude, it's amazing. It's so amazing. We, should we do our Guido moment sponsored by Jr's? Yes, Bar dude, that's what we should Maruka's do. Exactly, exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. Exactly. So this, let's do this Guido moment. Yeah. All right. So this Guido moment is brought to you by Jr's. <laughs> Jr's Bar, Bar and Grill, grill yep. on the boardwalk in Seaside Heights and Maruka's Pizza. <laughs> So uh, here's my Guido moment. Um, I'm on stage performing. <laughs> <laughs> and this Italian slash Latino slash fucking gorilla attacks me because he heard the word narcissist and he didn't know if it was a bad or good one. <laughs> good thing he didn't rip my good thing. He didn't get his meatballs on me. Oh, my God, dude. It was so insane. Just- <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, anyways. You know, oh, we got to do our list. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How long have we been on the air? Nah, who knows? Who who keeps who keeps count these days? I'm stretching. Uh, but listen, let's uh, let's do the list. So we'll do uh, top we'll, ten things that people give up for Lent, or you should give up for Lent. Yeah, top ten things, or we gave up for Lent. Top ten things, or top ten things everybody gives up for Lent, like candy. We got to put candy on the list. Yeah, yeah. Top, top, we'll do top ten things people give up for Lent. How's yeah. that? All right. That, top, how about this? Top 10 things given up for Lent. All right. I like that. Because then it could be us and them. And I them. like that. Giving up for Lent. Okay. So uh, candy's on the list. I remember as a kid, I was always giving up cake. and can- We'll do cake as well. Desserts. Right. But candy, desserts is always good. Yeah. Um, so should candy and desserts be a separate thing or yeah, that's yeah, the same yeah, thing? Yeah. Candy. No, okay. And, and desserts. Because, you yeah. know, when you were a kid, like you gave up candy bars and bubble gum and yeah. crap like that. I'm trying to think some of the stuff that was when we were young. The things that like you were kind of told to, to give up, you know what I mean? Um, Jerking off. Uh, <laughs> did you try and give that up? I think I've done that one one did time. Did you try and give it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried it years ago. Should we put it on the list or not? Yeah, it was like the Seinfeld episode. Yeah, I was Kramer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> well, the, the thing is, is that uh, 
uh, I mean, now, maybe this is a new rule or something. I don't know. But isn't it true that you could give do what you gave up on Sunday? Uh, yes, I think so. Well, that might be one of the new, you know, alliterations of, uh, of you know, of of society and religion clashing. I don't know if that's a hard and fast rule, but I think people do do that. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, you can, it's like, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the the Mardi Gras shit, you know. Yeah. Um, so we'll put, should we put masturbation on the list? We'll yeah, do of that. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll Jerking off, candy, um, desserts. Tobacco. Tobacco is a big one. Yeah, tobacco. Uh, smoking or smokeless. That is always, you know. Yeah, that, tobacco's that's, huge. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a major addiction. And I think, that's the thing. Some of the things that you give up for Lent are, I mean, tobacco is a, is a biological addiction. You know, nicotine is very addictive. So that is something that you really do have to fight during that during that time yeah you know what i mean i mean and that's a that's a tough one that's some people would argue that's one that you set yourself up for failure on because a lot of people can't beat that you know but but that's a that's a good one we'll do that um what about certain foods have you seen like you know i I mean i mean besides pasta that that was a big one yeah i remember my sister gave that up my sister gave that up pizza or pasta i think she did one year yeah she said i'm not eating any pasta that's a sin I know. So what are you gonna do on Sunday? Yeah, pizza and pasta. Um, what about uh, what about behavioral stuff? Well, I <clears throat> I put cursing. That was the one that I, I try to give up cursing. I think that's a good one to put on the list because I think when you know when we were younger that was a thing, and especially when you're a younger comic. When you're a young comic, you curse so much on stage. Yeah. Like I look at stuff that I did in like uh, in 2002, and I'm like, ooh, especially <laughs> just, like you know, <laughs> just cursing the whole well, way. Well, because through. you know, if you curse, like for me, I, I always liked to be like my act to be like if me and you were having a conversation and then i'm like hold on i'll be right back and jump on stage and like i'm still having that conversation exactly yeah i, I like my i like my comedy to be more conversational, conversational yeah you know instead of um a setup like a presentation almost right so uh uh do people give up sex like would that even make sense no i don't know probably do you I mean, know what I mean? Because because that, because I know, but but sex is a, a self gratifying thing. You know you know what I'm saying? I've never so, heard some, of it. Some of the points of you know Lent is is like you were discussing before is is to sort of take away these these uh, comforts that you that you spoil yourself with. Yeah. Um. To you know to pay homage. Well, to, there's two things. You're to sac- Christ. You're sac- there's two things. You're sacrificing something you love. Yeah. For God, mm-hmm. you know, or. You're giving up something. The best thing you could give up is something that you love doing, but is detrimental to you. Okay. So, so yeah, like, sex isn't detrimental to you, but it is something that is very unless you're married it's, and I mean, it's with somebody else. Right. <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? Sex with the gumad is all. Yeah. <laughs> sex. Put that on. I'm there. not gonna bang it for forty put, days. Put on sex with a gumad. <laughs> Honey, I gotta do the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the worst is if you had to announce that to your, yeah. to your spouse. <laughs> Honey, listen. What'd you give up for Lent? Eh. I'm not going to be clipping the gumad anymore. Listen, Teresa, I gave her up for 40 days. Listen, I'm going to get in an argument. What do you want from me? I'm a good guy. I haven't fucked the gumad in over 30 days. 30 days. Fuck. You know, what other husband does this? Like, he's like, yeah. Know. Yeah, he, he, wants, he wants a pat on the back for it. Yeah, what the fuck do you want from me? Come on. I haven't fucked in over 30 days. That's what I do for you. Are you going to fucking break my balls about coming in at 4 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> fuck out of here. You know how many men? How many men do you know wouldn't fuck their gumad for almost 40 days? Go fuck out of here. Alcohol should be on the list. 
Yeah, that's, alcohol, that's absolutely. One. Yeah, yeah. My brother, uh, my brother was uh, talking to his wife after uh, our shows on Saturday night, and they were talking about Lent, and uh, and and his wife said, "Yeah, well, last year we gave up alcohol." My brother was just like he was like he. He was like, that was last year. Like he was, it was almost it like blew his mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was almost like a uh, like a, a, a an experience that shook him so much that he was like, oh, that was last year. Like, <laughs> yeah. So alcohol should be on the list for sure. Yeah. Um, so listen, dude, we got. Uh, so what if I took her out to dinner? I didn't fuck her. <laughs> so what? Big fight. Cl- it's not like I'm fucking. I gave it up for what? <laughs> you know, I'm, I've had it up to here with you. How many husbands you know? <laughs> I apologize for her. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. Dude, so we got we got the two more spots on this list right now. Top ten things to be uh, given up for Lent. <laughs> Don't fuck the gumad. It's yeah. tremendous. Dude, that's amazing. For 40 days. You can't fuck the gumad. <laughs> it's, it's a sacrifice. Yeah. It's a sacrifice. I gave it up. I, you, know, I, I'm, you know, listen. <laughs> I got to do the right thing by God. You I mean, what, what am I, what, you know, who are we talking to here? I didn't, you know, I, I'm not fucking in his French. You're not going to fuck the woman. <laughs> 40 days. Me, you ain't, that ain't going to happen. Well, I, I might clip her on Sunday. I think that's allowed. But you know what? I got to do right. I got to, I got to, I got to, you know, after 40 days, I'll take her on vacation. <laughs> Make her happy. Are there any other creature comforts that people give up? You think uh, <laughs> commonly, maybe like coffee? Is Just that a please thing? tell me it's fucking the gumadas on it. Oh, coffee is yeah. absolutely a thing. Yeah. People give up. Oh, soda. Soda. That's one. a big one. Yes, yeah, that's a big one. Should that be up with candy? Candy slash soda? No. What? what, what How do you equate those two? I mean, they're both sugary uh, goodness. I mean, soda, dude, I'll tell you this. For anyone that drinks a ton of soda, if you just take – you should try to – if you take a, a, a little break from soda, yeah. you'll see – that to me is huge like – Huge difference. The, dude, it's a huge difference. You lose face weight. Sugar gets stored as fat like immediately. Yeah. The bad sugar. Drink sugars. a lot of yeah. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, dude, I'm telling Please you. Please tell a, me uh, fucking the gumad is on there. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's on there. We got to keep that on Yeah, there. it's on there. Just for the uh, I'll put I'll put soda on the list. We got one more spot on this list, Ernst. Uh, top 10 things given up for Lent. Uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to put this in a particular order, but, uh, you know, we, we have one Did space. Did I tell you open. I saw La La Land? Oh yeah. How, what'd you think? I well, saw it. Here's the thing. My wife, my wife was like, you know, she wanted to see it yeah. and you know, and it's only fair cause I take, she's seen, you know, every Avengers star Wars. Yeah. You owe her, you owe her this, you owe her, you owe her a cinematic musical. Um, you know. Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, I take her great to see movie. All, by the way, oh, it's tremendous, fucking awesome. Um, you know, I take her to see all those. So she, yeah. she's like, you know, let's go see La La Land. And I gotta be honest with you, I liked it, man. I, yeah. You know what I thought was cool about it? It, it? I was thinking like, maybe they were like, you know, what would if if we kept the format of the movies in the fifties, like Singing in the Rain or whatever in the forties, right. but just say movies still kept that right format. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. What it would be like today? Right. And there was no cursing in it. They sang about love. Mm-hmm. Um, the only bullshit in the whole thing is that, you know, there are no actors that can sing and dance in L.A. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's true. Yeah. Those, those, yeah. Da- those days those are long t- gone. Yeah, those talented <laughs> yeah. actors. There's, no, there's nobody talented <laughs> yeah. in L.A. They're all in New York City. Um, but anyways, uh, I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. Now. What do you think of the ending? I liked it. I mean, you know, I love how they both thought of. Cause he, you know, you saw where the split was. Yeah. Like he was thinking, he was thinking if if we went, if I went to, um, if I went to uh, Paris with her, right? We, you know, we could have still been together. And then, she, then that point is when she was thinking of having a kid with him, right? But then at the end, you know, both they both so when achieved that, their dreams. They but see when each that other. when that whole thing happened, 
Was that her thinking of that, or was it Gosling? No, it was thinking? both. It was both. It was both. Yeah, okay. there, there's a point where it's him, and then it's a point where there's her. Yeah. Um, I thought you, the, the the thing that I thought respectable about that ending was. Every musical, and you know, this is coming from a kid who would go see musicals with his, with his mom uh, in the city uh, growing up. Musicals end with a nice little uh, fancy bow on the end. Everyone's happy. And that La La Land ends with more of a sobering, real ending. Like, hey, we're not going to always wind up. We, we make choices, right? We, whether it's your career, the art that you're pursuing or whatever, you're going to make choices. And it will affect your personal love life and your happiness and, and whatever. And there are different levels of happiness. You know, maybe they would have been happier together but wouldn't have achieved the uh, heights of success, uh, the personal success that they wanted, whether her being an actress, him owning his, owning his own jazz club. Um, I thought it was cool that the ending did have more of a sobering. There was a, there was a more of a reality to that yeah. than just like, hey, we're all happy and this is great, you know. So that that I thought was cool. Emma Stone, though, there were definitely weak moments of her singing. You know, it's not like she was the best. Uh, but you know what? She she pulled it off. Yeah, and and, here's, and, and let's here's you know, he's no Gene Kelly either. I just mean, let's the, face just it. Just for the record, I don't I don't watch the Academy Awards. Yeah. I didn't watch any of it. Um, I was playing my best friend in Madden. That which, ending. That ending was amazing. Did you see the ending with the best movie? thing I, I you know what i heard about it yeah but here's the thing i'm watching la la land yeah and i'm like it's a great movie yeah i'm a i like ryan gosling my, my two he's favorite, my favorite dude gosling he's and, funny as and, fuck uh what's the dude um <clears throat> reynolds yeah the two right yeah they're great those are actors i, I really like gosling is funny yeah he's, he's, i like that kid yeah um but best picture of all, like now by, by the way do you understand how mediocre everything is now yeah that like that's not a movie that you watch where you're fucking blown away. What Moonlight or La La Land? I didn't see Moonlight. I'm okay. talking about La La Land. Okay. Because I know La La Land didn't win Best Picture. Right. Moonlight. But the fact did. that it was up for and people thought it was going to win. Right. Okay. That they're talking about this movie. You're comparing La La Land to say The Godfather. No, but that's or a, that, that's a thing. That's a thing. Or Chariots of when it, Fire. When it comes to La La Land, Gandhi. La La Land is a, a circle jerk for the industry. You know, it's very much. Yeah. A, it's very much. That's why I think there was so much heat going into it, right? But I figured also, uh, I figured there was going to be more political decisions with uh, with who was going to get what. Obviously, they had like I the mean, most black actors won awards this year. Oh well, yeah, because I mean, I've never seen the movie, so I'm assuming it's. it's I a, have I have the screener. I haven't watched it yet, but if you want it, if you want it, I'll give it to you. Um, of Moonlight. Yeah, I, I'd, know, I'd like to see it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got to see it now. Yeah, yeah. But I had never even heard of it. Yeah. I don't really, you know, if it's good, it's good. I mean, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm one of these people where. I don't care. I don't care if it's a black movie or white movie. I don't give a fuck. Right. I don't care. Right. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's just, I, this, I just don't give a fuck. I don't, I, none of that shit plays in any of my decisions. Right. I mean, sometimes like, you know, if, if, if you want to, you want to have somebody represent something. Right. Because you don't want to, you know, because you, your, your, your choices are biased by your race. You know right. what I'm saying? Like you're going to know, mo like. Like, you know, we lean towards Italian shit all the time. Yep. Or I should say culture. Yeah. You know no, for I'm sure. Saying? For sure. You know, um, but at the same time, there I have such a love for uh like black music or, yeah. or you know, uh what what am I what am I trying to say here? I'm saying is that if if it deserved to win, it deserved to win. Exactly. I don't think La La Land I haven't seen the other one. Yeah. So, you know, because I was reading things online that, oh, well, they're trying to do a makeup call because it's, we're going to give, I mean, I mean, there was more black actors than ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, they gave it to a Muslim, whatever. I don't know if that was good or not. Yeah. I'm just saying, I don't think La La Land was the best picture. Was a, was a, yeah. was a, I wasn't blown away by it. I agree. 
You know I what agree. I'm saying? So, and, and I want to say this on the uh, – And by the way, this is in response um, – really quick just so I yeah. clarify because I didn't even set that up. This is in response to saying that La La Land lost because the industry was trying to no, make it up to Moonlight. No, 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 is it no. called Moonlighting? Moonlight. Yeah. Uh, Moonlighting was with Bruce Willis. Right. The show. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't seen that. I'm just saying from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't know how the rest of them were. Yeah. But if I'm looking at all the best pictures that I've ever seen, yeah. you know, because, I, I, you know, you try and it see It would be them. hard to put La La Land up in that category. Not even in the top 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a great movie. Yeah, but, but it's not. Is it Godfather worthy right, right. or Rocky worthy? <laughs> I want to say this on the uh, on the Oscar mix up that happened with the uh, best picture uh, presentation real fast. Um, we all know like uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers, they have uh, they send two people with uh, the bags of the envelopes. They only know they're the only two people that actually know who won uh, each thing. And before they pack the envelopes and whatever, they memorize they memorize the winners. Um, just in case there is a, a mix-up on the fly and whatever. Uh, I just want to say this. So the two people that were sent are a guy named uh, Brian Cullillan uh, and this other woman, um, uh, Ruiz, something like that, Martha Ruiz. Let me just say this. So the Cullinan guy, it was his job to hand the envelope to Warren Beatty. And I'm only bringing this up because people gave Warren Beatty shit on how he what handled about, it. But he didn't even read it. The other no, chick did. The, the, the other chick did. Warren Beatty opened the envelope. He saw that it said best actress, and then he looked in the envelope for another card. It wasn't there. He obviously had the wrong card. The The correct thing in that situation to do was to signify to a uh, stage manager or just say, hey, I, I'm not sure if I have the right envelope here, and they could have sorted it out before even uh, reading a name. But here's, what I, here's the point I wanted to make. Brian Cullinan, who was the guy who gave that envelope to uh, Warren Beatty, five days ago, in an interview, he was priding himself on how during the events – uh, during the Oscars, they're on their feet the whole time. They have this important job, and they have to really be focused or whatever. Four minutes before that fiasco went down, this idiot posted a picture of Emma Stone backstage with her Oscar, and it said, Emma Stone backstage, hashtag PWC, meaning Price Waterhouse Coopers. So the guy was tweeting. He was tweeting before while this was happening, okay? Then he gave the extra envelope of Best Actress to Warren Beatty. My point is this. If you have a fucking job to do, just do it. Bartenders aren't on their phones. They're serving drinks. If you're, if it's your job to hand envelopes to the fucking awards people, don't be tweeting. Like, a, literally, a tweet just ended 89 years run for Price Waterhouse Coopers. Because if they're back next year, I'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you can't have this kind of fuck up. You have one job. One job, and he uh, he fucked it up. So uh, there's a lesson to be learned there, man. Like, uh, focus on your fucking job. We're all cool. We all do cool things. You know, you don't. You need to fucking tweet a picture of Emma Stone backstage. That's what cost him this whole fucking thing. Is, so. is, that, is that really what happened? That's really what well, happened. Why are people going after Warren Beatty? He just he didn't even read it. The other ba lady yeah, read yeah. it wrong. Ba Beatty, I, 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 Beatty, Beatty was funny because he or knew... Or is it because <clears throat> it's a woman and they don't want to go after no, her? No, no, no. He, he, he just showed it to her. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in other words, you don't want to yeah. you, you attack a she, woman. She sees, woman. Yeah, she sees La La Land, so she reads it. He, like, he kind of like, he kind of put her in a tough spot by like giving... He didn't want to read it because he knew he had the wrong card. He should have said signified to you know the producers i think i have the wrong envelope here you know right yeah. and then the outside of it here's another thing too well wasn't it on the prompter no no the prompter doesn't say it the prompter does not say it okay yeah it's only the envelope that says it so this is also come up with Lala this Lala? is also well because he had the best actress that she won for it she won the, the card said emma stone it said best actress emma stone la la land no the card said uh the card said um moonlight no no listen to me 
No, it didn't. The, okay. The, the, the card. All right. So each each category. Yeah, you, you would know better. I was playing Madden, right, so you each, would know better. Each than category me. has two cards. Okay. They have the one, the card that they give to the presentation. By the, the way, the, I won fourth quarter. It was a great comeback. So the card they they have two cards for each category. They 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 give the card to the person to go out and read the card, right? So Emma right. Stone Emma Stone had the one that she won, okay? okay? She she has the Oscar, she has the card, for, you know, to to save and then walk off. But backstage they have another card. They have the, they have the backup of her best actress card as well as two for the best picture and whatever. Okay. So basically what happened was this. This is the first year usually the the envelopes are white with black print. So in dark, the darkness of backstage, you can see what it says clearly on the outside of the envelope. This year they had red cards with gold cursive print, which wow. is harder. You know which, all this yeah, shit, yeah, huh? which is hard. Well, dude, as a host, I fucking inspect like I when that shit happened with what's his name with the uh, Miss Universe, I obsess on these things cuz I've been in I've been in these positions as a host and you have to kind of think on your feet. So so he What's worse? What's worse? Uh, Steve Harvey's faux pas or this? I think I think this was I think this was uh, this this should not have happened. You know this this is really a culmination of a guy taking his eye off the ball. He's fucking tweeting, uh, and he didn't do it. He, you have one job: you look at the envelope, you well, make sure it's the right category, and you give it to him. So here's the deal: he so you g- think he gave he, he her. Better be fired. He gave huh? her. Yeah, he's got to be. He gave Warren Beatty the best actress for La La Land. Okay, so. When he opens it up, he, he, he pulls the card out and it says, uh, Best Actress, Emma Stone, La La Land. He knows it's the wrong card. He doesn't want to read it. He looks in the envelope for another card. It's not there. And then uh, Faye Dunaway is wondering, like, why don't you say what it is? And he just shows her the card, like, this is why. And then she goes, La La Land, oh, because she sees you. La La Land. Okay? I got you. Now, here's another point where... Uh, so she basically, she just basically, she, uh, she, she just, thought, she just thought... She thought she was doing the right thing. Right, right, right. right. She, I got you. She saw La La Land, and that was it. Now, here's where uh, Brian Cullinan uh, fucked up again. He knew the second she said La La Land that it was incorrect. He should have, he himself should have rushed out on the stage and said, hold on, hold yeah. on, and then given the right card, realized it. Instead, he lets them give two and a half fucking acceptance speeches for La La Land. I mean, that, that, that was another. That was, he fucked up twice. He fucked up by giving the wrong envelope, and then he fucked up by not going out and correcting it. So who it. is this guy? His name's Brian Cullinan. Brian Cullinan. And, uh, you know, you'll see him. He's out in the red carpet with the bags of envelopes, and he's, he's, he, he got to Hollywood. He got wowed by Hollywood. So I have a friend of mine who emceed the Price Waterhouse Coopers viewing party. Uh, yeah, this is insane. So it's all the accountants. Do right? all you MCs know each other? Yeah, a lot of us do. A lot of us do. I mean, at, at, at the level that I do it, we do actually. So he, I saw him yesterday, and he said he. Do goes, you guys have a union like an MCs union? No, we're forming one. It's called uh, Event Host Live. Are you serious? Uh, yeah, we're, we're we're forming like a fucking. There's group not even of, a stand up comedian union. I know, dude. We, we we got we got some good stuff cooking. But anyway, he's at the Price Waterhouse. Uh, uh, now wait, really quick. Do yeah. you guys have an award ceremony? And we, stuff? Uh, I don't know. I don't now, think who we hosts do. that. <laughs> Dude, if I didn't get to host it, I'd be pissed. Um, dude, who, who hosts the host award ceremony? Um, but anyway, he was saying that they're all gathering, <laughs> like the night is going off without a hitch, and then that happens. And he said the whole room, they're, in, they're, they're at the Ritz-Carlton and like Marina Del Rey or some shit at this big Oscars viewing party. 
he said the whole room was just like they're scrambling on their phones and you know whatever because they all know their jobs you know for this is a big gig for them this is a big gig for them and it's great for advertisement for Price Waterhouse Coopers but what do they even do they they're in charge of they're in charge of the accounting right so essentially uh, the logistics of uh, the votes being uh, I'm saying who's their competition yeah I mean the other big accounting firms like Deloitte you know there's like the big five or now I think it's like the big four there's like how do do you know this shit because I I went to school in DC and you know I just know I just you know this you shit. don't know that the the fetus is female, but you know. Yeah, I know, all, I know, I know, I know, I know the big four. Yeah. Hey, but- honey, <laughs> I took you to the fucking MC awards ceremony. What do you want from me? I, I'm not fucking a guman. That's the last Easter. I took you. I didn't even PDG's my friend. We got tickets. Fucking red carpet. You're breaking my balls. I just took her out to dinner. I didn't fuck the guman. I gave it up for Lynn. I'm not gonna fuck it till after Easter. Stop breaking my balls. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh man, we have one more spot in this list, Ernst. We got to get out of here, but uh, we have one more spot in Why this list. Get out of here. I was really we, interested no, we in the we, accounting firm. Oh, we, uh, so so anyway, what I was going to say was. This is finishing up, right? And then that mistake happens. He said the whole room was just scrambling. People just like fucking sweating it out. And I was like, oh, that was kind of cool that you were there and you saw that. And he was like, yeah. So he walks up to the lady who hires him and goes, yeah, well, I'll see you next year. She's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, we, we, we got to we gotta sort this out. Yeah. Well, you have one job. I mean, that, that's the thing. That's where yeah, it really comes down. Why are you tweeting? Down. You know what? Dude. The guy was tweet like he literally. We have just we have become a society that is just so acceptable of below average performances exactly. and and everything from yeah. who we choose our celebrities to be to who we choose our politicians to be to how we even choose our food. I mean, thank God the millennials are are really into the food thing. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's just it just there's so much mediocrity out there, even in uh you know. Music and yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some good artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying that, but it's like it's like swimming in up. Uh, it's like an upstream battle. I mean, in La La Land, he was talking how jazz is dying. Yeah, you know, and and you know that people don't like it anymore. And you know, I just think it says a lot that the reason why this whole thing happened was because one guy was getting a little high on on life, uh, getting this cool back backstage shot of Emma Stone with her Oscar. But it's your job to give the next envelope. What and else you, was you Emma Stone up. in? Because she looked familiar. Um, oh, like, I'm, I'm terrible with her. What's her big movie? Um, I don't know. Was she man. in X Men? I don't know. I'm, I'm never good with the female actresses. Um, but she was one of Emma Stone. Was this? She was a, a her her trail to where she got here was started by her mom. Her mom was uh, like a stage mom type person. She would hustle her all around Hollywood for auditions, and her mom really got her into uh, you know into the opportunities that she wound up getting. Um, oh, crazy stupid love. She was in the help. Yeah. Zombie land. Super bad. That's where I know her yeah. from. Oh, and Spider Man. Yep. Oh, she was in Birdman too. Okay. I know. I know yeah, she was the uh yeah, the the daughter. I'm looking at her going, she looks familiar. Yeah. She's in a lot of stuff. But you know, she like I said, she was definitely um she was a, a, a result of uh of her mom really, you know overdriving and was being, her mom into business her, yeah her mom was like no her mom was just like a like a stage mom except for hollywood you know what i mean like she Krista stone she she just fucking she I bet just there's a picture of her she put her out everywhere you know i i don't i don't agree i mean unless you know you push the kid but you get those soccer moms and those uh you know those those what are they the dad little league dads yeah. and you know and these parents that push the kids i meant it's good, but I, I guarantee you that, you know, none of those kids end up fucking normal. Yeah. By the way, have you, just on a side note, have you been seeing all the pedophilia rings that have been broken up? 
No. It should be front page news. They, they, there's like over 300 people that have been arrested that uh, under the Trump. Trump has done this uh, human trafficking yeah. enforcement thing. And now oh, that's and, good. Yeah. And then and then um, I was reading this thing. Um, it was it was online. But then Corey Haim and, and all the kid actors were talking about all the pedophilia in Hollywood. Oh, man. Which I believe that yeah. they, they showed a scene. I was I just saw it on YouTube where like core, the both the Corey's were talking and Corey's like, you, you saw what they did to me. Oh man! And he's like, yeah, they did it to me too, man. What do you, you know? Ugh. But it was a real, real fucking conversation. Ugh. That's terrible. Let's end on that. I will <laughs> listen. We have one more thing on the list here. <laughs> Give. <laughs> I got before I run down the list. I'm gonna. I need to do Pete's tweets, but I need one more. Why thing did I to- come up with? Oh, the parents, right? The, yeah. These kids being taken. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah. I'm sorry, really quick. So you get these stage moms, you know that. Oh, oh, they were talking about a photographer here in Hollywood that would only take pictures of young boys, right? But the the woman, one of the casting directors, was saying we knew it was a red flag yeah. because every one of them, they all have their shirts off, they're looking up. Yeah, you know, um, you're, you're exposing your kids and pushing your kids, especially in our business. Like, th- there's some fucked up people. In of this course, business. you know, we yeah. our business protects itself, but those that we know. Yeah. I mean, I'm vocal. I don't care. Yeah. But you do know there's a lot of fucked up people in this business. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. and, and, and you push your kids around. I mean, you, you're you lucky if they're not – if they don't run into any of these exactly. fucking people. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you know – The sa- the saddest ones are the cases where, you know, the mom or dad uh, – usually it's the mom – pushes them in the situation and then, like, trusts the photographer. Right. That's, like, that's trust, what they were talking about. Trusts the acting coach. Who only does uh, classes at the home in the bedroom? Yeah, or, you, or you some can't shit. be here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know people, and, yeah. and 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 it's these. I think it's these parents living vicariously through their kids. Yeah. Now it's one thing to support them and tell them you don't quit. You know what I mean? But at the same on time, on sixty minutes, they did a thing about two weeks ago about the U.S. There's this doctor from the U.S. gymnast, uh, you know, for Olympic gymnasts. Yeah. And since I think '96, he was like this. He was like the best doctor, right? So he would treat all the gymnasts. And all these girls came out, um, and he would do this thing where he would like he would he would finger them Ugh. and do this thing and I would and, fucking and, and I would fucking kill him and say that it, it, it you know if they had lower back issues it, it, this is like a thing ah. from inside or whatever. So all of these gymnasts, all of these all these girls, they had no idea. They thought it was how it how it was supposed to be. Um, but he would do all these treatments like at this camp, like in their bedrooms, like in the bed and they just never, they never put two and two together. So there was this one gymnast, this one girl, I mean, and and when you see them talk about, they're like, they, they feel so foolish because that's all they knew. So they're like, you know, now looking back, I can see that we were getting abused, but back then we just wanted to, we just wanted to fucking compete and be like the yeah, best we, we thought, could be. We thought, we thought it was something. so they trusted this. The same thing with the fucking uh, trusted the scumbag. Thank God he's in jail. Sandusky yeah. and, and taking these kids yeah. and you know you. I mean, look, I'm all for pu- you know pushing your kids, supporting them. Yeah, but at the you same gotta time, be careful. don't be fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Not that any of our listeners this applies to. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. No, but you got you to be it careful. It turns your stomach. You got to be careful. Um, so listen to me. And, and those weird kids on the the, the pageant moms, like the honey boo boo uh, ones. That's, that's just inviting. And all the moms are like these. Most of them are like these fat animals. Yeah, eating Cinnabon. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you, know, you go on out there, you show them. Yeah. Give them pretty face. And that's that's people living through their kids in the, in the wrong way. Hey, so listen, give me uh, one more thing to give up for Lent. I'm not even going to tell you what else is on this list right now. We'll, we'll run it down in a second. But uh, uh, what do you think? Well, I meant, is, well, we got candy. Yeah, candy's on the list. I'm trying to think. Uh, potato chips, but those are snacks. That's all. That's it. Uh, that's a, but th- those are salty snacks. 
You know what I mean? I mean, that's a, that, that's a good one too. Um, I mean, we got desserts. I mean, there's, you know, you have alcohol. Yep. I you have th- tobacco. I got tobacco. I got desserts, soda. I got candy. Sody. I got uh, masturbation. I got uh, sex with your gumad. I got pizza and pasta. I just need, I need one more magic bullet to, to round this list out. Hmm. Do you want to think about it? And I'll just do pizza sweets real fast. How about arguing? Ooh, I've done this before. Yeah. Well, you don't want to look. We can't yell at each other. I'm putting that on the list. I think that's great. Be yeah. nice to each other. Argu- <laughs> I'm going to put arguing. Because in my family growing up, that was like that was on the wish list, but it never happened. Yeah, it can't. Because then, <laughs> then you argued over what what arguing. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so listen, we're gonna do uh, Pete's tweets real fast. Uh, gymnastics said that uh, Carlos's impression of Petey Boy was spot on, and uh, he'd love to hear them argue. So the next time Carlos is here, I'll definitely do that. Dan Fabri said uh, the No Aggravation Tour needs to come to Chicago. We're working on it. Mikey Hustle, he said your bitch ass dad can find old Brenner's episodes on iTunes. Then he retracted. The yeah. sentiment when he was unable to download See, look, them. We're coming up on our hundredth episode. Yeah, we're gonna work on this. So guys. we gotta, we gotta, and Carlos is gonna help us because he 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 knows all this. Yeah, shit. he's a curator. Uh, I want to shout out PR. Well, jo- wait, we want to do the top ten uh, Brett Ernst slash year on the list episode. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, yeah. We're gonna try to because I already got mine. Yeah, he, he's I, the gonna, Cologne one's tremendous. Oh yeah, the Denier, uh the Henry Hill one, the Luca Polanca Guido uh, yeah. top ten. Uh, one when uh, Jerry and uh, Dominic Lombardozzi and oh, Jerry uh, those are that, that was a top ten cable shows of all time. Yeah. Great. That was a great episode. Um, I want to shout out uh, PR Juggalo for listening. Uh, Dan Laffner. We'll, we'll try to do a show in Erie, Pennsylvania. He says we, we got to get to him. He can't come to us. Uh, Rob listen, Elderton. Listen. It's, you're more likely to get us in Pittsburgh than, <laughs> than us going to Erie. I don't know what's clo- what, what, what your closest city is. Uh, I want to tell Rob Elderton, uh, I will be coming to Phoenix House of Comedy with Brett under your encouragement. Uh, Gouch, she says John Bon Jovi is her number one Jersey boy. Victoria says no Whitney Houston on the list. She could take it. Uh, no, no, no. Whitney, but see, Whitney, be, she wasn't cool. Yeah. I mean, she was beautiful and talented, but, late, you know, you can't be a, get into all that shit yep. and then be labeled as cool. Exa- but she she's on our top ten musicians from Jersey. Oh, exactly. Oh, for sure. Oh, she killed it. Yeah. Uh, Cheap Seats Boxing says uh, Ep 100 is quickly approaching and we should consider doing a top 10 list of the best top 10 list. What what episode 100? Which one is it? We're on like 93, I think now. Oh, really? Yeah, we're getting there. So so, So we have seven weeks. Yeah, we're working on it. So we'll, we'll wait to the day before. Yeah. Um, I want to shout out uh, <laughs> to, to uh, Sean David Balicki. I don't even know how to say your last name, but uh, he wanted to know uh, who would win the Daytona 500. My pick was Dale Jr. The, ne- the next race in Atlanta, my pick is Joey Logano. Who won? Who won? Uh, it was a guy by the name of Kurt Busch. He's great. Uh, he's a really good race car driver, so shout out to him. Uh, special shouts out to uh, the people that came to the show. Bob Frigiano. Came to uh, came to the show on Thursday. Uh, shout out to him and his kids. Yeah, I was trying to show him a picture of me in Texas. I mean, in Giant Stadium as a kid. Uh, yeah. the video. But you know, he had uh, to go home. He had kids. Uh, we want to do a special shout out to Kyle Aronofsky, aka Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, thanks for those cigars. Not yeah. only he was from Tom's River. Not only did we smoke the cigars, but we smoked the cigars overlooking Tom's yes, River. Yes, we did. We were in Tom's River smoking those cigars because, uh, you know, that's that's where Pete was. Yeah. And it was 78 degrees out. Yeah, so. it, was, it was gorgeous out. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for the cigars. And thank you for rocking Brett's T-shirt at OCC, the community college that Springsteen dropped out of, Ocean County College. Uh, we also want to give a special shout-out to uh, Kevin Stewart of JR's Bar and Grill in Seaside, who said it was the funniest stand-up show he's ever been to. I also want to shout-out uh, Laura DeMarco. And a special, special shout-out. 
I've never seen him on social media. Big fan of the show. He said he would die for a shout out. I'm shouting out Jeff Solar. This is for you, buddy. Thank you for coming Jeff out. Jeff Solar, handsome, yeah, handsome kid, good oh, looking dude. couple. Oh Jesus Christ, the kid's a fucking model. The beautiful couple. Steamboat Willie and his girl were be- beautiful oh, yeah. couple too. You guys, oh, yeah. you know, good luck with really, everything. Yeah, God real, bless. Really sweet couple. Use may use have a very nice. Uh, Life. <laughs> God bless. Uh, hey, so the uh, the top ten things. Get a song ready for us, buddy. The top ten things given up for Lent. Number ten, arguing. Number nine, soda. Number eight, alcohol. Number seven, candy. Number six, cursing. Number five, pizza and pasta. Number four, tobacco. Number three, masturbation. Number two, desserts. And number one, as always, sex with your guma. <laughs> sex with the guma is tremendous. <laughs> I love sex with the guma. Yeah. Uh, guys, make sure you keep uh, tweeting us at Y-O-T-L. 40 days. 40 days. <laughs> I got to put up with this shit. At Y-O-T-L podcast, uh, at Pete Gilvine, at Brett Ernst. Go to BrettEarns.com. Go to HairandTeeth.com uh, and keep supporting us, guys. And keep I'm, telling I'm your going friends. Out. Oh, by the way, big shout out to the guy that tried to rip my head off. Let me explain something to you. I bet you're a good dude. Yeah. I would love to hang with you next time. Just, you know, just don't try and attack me. Yeah. Uh, big shout out to the guy who got hog tied and thrown out of the show. <laughs> big shout out to Vinny Brand, Derek, Mark, all the people down at the Stress Factory. We had a great time. Next, this weekend, if you're listening, I'm at the Punchline in Sacramento. Yes. Peter PDG will not be with me. They uh. had a cancellation. They asked me if I had the week off. I did. I'm going back to the Bay Area. Yeah, it's great. I started in San Jose, Jersey, San Fran, Jersey. Now I'm back to Sac. Yeah, you're ping-ponging, pal. I'm, I'm at the Punchline in Sacramento. Uh, and the week after that, yes. me and PDG, we're going to be in San Diego at the La Jolla Comedy Store. Yes. It's going to be me and Pete March, on the list March again. March 10th and 11th, buddy. The- and we might, we might bring uh, – we might, we might podcast live from there, which oh, would be Oh, that would be, be cool. a good idea, yeah. yeah. We could do that. Fuck yeah, dude. We could do that. Let's because, do it. Because uh, I'll get the um, – we we'll, we'll get the stuff. All right. All right. So this song goes out to the guy that attacked me. Oh, two guys that uh, wanted to kill us. Um, all the people in New Jersey. Yeah. This isn't Bruce. This isn't anything. It's just a shout out to the old school blue collar workers. I like it. And we're going to take you out. Make sure you call your moms. Call and don't your eat. Moms. And then we got a new one until it's over. And don't eat meat on Friday. Yes. Don't eat meat today. God bless. Is it coming in? Hold on. Oh, here we go. I got it. Never mind. Hold on. I got you. That would have been smooth, Pete. All right, here we go. Ready? I'll do it again. This goes out to all the people in Jersey. We suck. All right, make sure you call your moms. They're from Canada, by the way. <laughs> 